Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hot Body Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. Uh, that's another week ticked off as mm. we uh, creep towards uh, normality again. Oh, I thought you were going to say as we hurtle towards the grave. Well, there's that as well. <laughs> you know, both of us are going to die at some undetermined fixed point in the future. With and each we're passing one day, nearer. the Reaper's yeah. frosty embrace grows ever closer it's like how are you doing sam oh you know closer to the grave closer to the grave than i was yesterday oh it won't be long till i'm lovely and dead the <laughs> ultimate just rest Any bit of sleep <laughs> the endless sleep oh um, the darkness yeah i mean I, I watched um i watched sleeping beauty this afternoon Again? Uh, and oh no, no it wasn't sleeping no, beauty. no 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 right no Sleeping Beauty also, I'm not going to suggest it as diveable because I think you had enough okay. of Snow White, but it is diveable. I'm not saying we should dive it, but I'm just saying, side note, it is diveable. There's a lot of crazy shit going down in that film, not least the right. behaviour of Maleficent, possibly the greatest witch of all time, in my opinion. Um, Off the top of my head, I can't think of any better witches, put it that way. She's fucking super mad. And actually, yeah. they made the live-action ones with Angelina Jolie, which are really good, and Angelina Jolie is really great in them. But mm. they make her sympathetic, which is not as much fun. I mean, the good thing about her in the original cartoon is there is she is not sympathetic at all. She's just full fucking... She's like a moral vacuum, Andy. Full witch, yeah. Yeah, she says well, that but- she's the mistress... At one point, she claims to everyone that she is the mistress of all evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an impressive clip. Yeah, the trouble is that if you're going to have like an Angelina Jolie version and they're going to modernise it, mm. they're going to, you know, smooth off some of the rough edges. Is that what yes. they did? And, you know, give her a, a reason why she's evil and all yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what they do with and, everything yeah. now. It's very much like Cobra Kai where they revisit baddies and they go, every baddie has a backstory that made them mm. bad. And the, the the dreary truth is that's actually true. Well, it's, it's true in real life, but in these are stories. Just let yeah, them be Yeah, we want them to be binary. Evil. We want there to be goodies and baddies. Yeah. But that said, I mean, the Star Wars prequels, which I am a huge fan of. Like, yeah. when they came out, I was a bit like, mm, they're a bit shit. But now I realise, actually, they're probably the best of all of the Star Wars films. Mm. They're really exciting, they're mental, but also they have the best sort of story to them. And it's because we're going, look, fair of dues, Darth Vader is an all-out cunt, right? Yeah. But at the end of Return of the Jedi, you see maybe he's not 100% cunt, he's got a soft side, yeah? Mm. And then they take his mask off and he looks just like Avram Grant. 
right underneath. <laughs> it's me. I am available for both director of football and head coach roles. Who um, actually? I was looking the other day. Someone tweeted that Avron Grant has the best win ratio of any Chelsea manager in the Abramovich era. So there's something to think about there, isn't there? Yeah, but fucking, he was the vulture because he just like he knows he had the ear, somehow he had the ear of Abramovich and. Yeah. He saw when the team was at its best and the manager, whoever it was, was doing really well. And that's when he said to Abramovich, I think you should get rid of this cunt. Put me in. Yeah, who was it though? Was it... uh, Scolari, was it? Maybe? Fuck knows, there's been so many. But he just basically said, no, I pounce. (laughs) Yeah, I pounce like a vulture. (laughs) (laughs) Do vultures pounce? I shall feast upon his corpse. (laughs) <laughs> I have Ram Grant. And then I shall go and have a hand job off of a brussy in Portsmouth and tell my wife that's where in I am an, going. In an industrial unit. <laughs> it was an industrial Fucking estate hell. or something, wasn't it? You gotta yeah. hand it to Avram Grant, living out loud or what? Mm, you know? Yeah, no no fear. Uh no shame. Go going yeah. for wanks, telling his wife about it, no problem. Get like Being the best, best Chelsea manager. Getting the you get being the best Chelsea manager, got um good jobs at both Portsmouth and uh West Ham. It was awful mm-hmm. probably worst I would no, definitely West Ham's worst ever manager. But he didn't give a fuck. He's like, Hey, no, it's not, not a big deal. Come on, West Ham. I've got to well, get I mean, wank the- off, you get relegated, it's not a problem. Yeah, it's like it's like Mourinho. I don't think Mourinho cares. He just just has jobs. Probably best and not then- to. He does a year and then gets sick of it and then it starts to unravel, which it's doing at the minute. Anyway, you, about football. I don't respect people who take their jobs too seriously. No, just a job, isn't it? It's just a job. You're almost always working for someone else. And even if you're not, even if you're working for yourself like we do, it's like, it's just job. It's not life. And I think that there was too much emphasis, especially when we were growing up in the 80s, thanks mm. to Thatcher, there's too much emphasis on this whole idea that it was virtuous to be the sort of person who was totally fucking switched on all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not a good path to go down. Well, it, it it seeped through into the Cameron era as well. I remember being uh, having a day out for my brother's birthday mm. um, and a, a series of pubs. And one of my brother's mates was talking about um, David Cameron at the time had come out with this thing. We want to promote uh, workers and not shirkers. And this lad was saying, Fuck yeah, this yeah, is man. good. I'm a, I'm a worker. I like working hard. And I just kicked off with him. I'm like, you work, you like working hard? You like working hard for some other cunt? Because yeah. he did. He had a job. Yeah. Didn't work yeah. for himself. You're you like working hard for some other cunt? What yeah. the fuck? You know, yeah. shirking is the, is the, 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 it's what you want to do. It's noble. Not working. There's an ability yeah. in shirking. There especially is. when you're working for some cunt. It takes skill because it's against the grin. They want yeah, you to I mean, work. And if look you at want the shirk- great shirkers in, I mean, you got Top Cat, you got Phil Silvers, yeah. Bill Coe. Yeah. He was a good shirker, wasn't he? Yeah. Who did he have a great shirkers? I'm sure I'm missing King of the Shirkers. I mean, there's Tucker Roger Jenkins. the Dodger. Who? Tucker Jenkins. Tucker Jenkins, shirking. Yeah. Um, Roger the Dodger at Bino, great shirker. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there, there's, there's loads of others. Nominate your British others. shirkers for us on the Twitter. Yeah. And we we'll might do a shirker t shirt one these days. Yeah. Um, professional shirker. Shirker not worker. <laughs> yeah, shirker not worker. That's a great t shirt. Right? Because <laughs> I admit in my life, when I was younger in my 20s, I think I did sort of 
I, w- I was mainly working for myself, so that at least excused me to a small degree. But on the whole, I sort of thought it was quite good to like be the sort of silly cunt who was always checking his phone for him. Oh, it could be work, right? Because I thought, <laughs> I've got to keep working, got to keep working, got to keep working. I look back and I think, you know, why, mate? You should have been fucking putting more effort into shirking. Yeah, Might not have had so many epileptic fits. That could be it, yeah. Tying together, working and also Star Wars, which we touched upon. A thing that Mm. occurred to me and my daughter over the weekend, my my daughter is a mine of fantastic Star Wars fan theories. She Mm. reads them all the time and tells them to me, and I love them, right? And she also comes up with her own awesome ones. Uh, I wanted her to do a Star Wars fan theory podcast with me, but she won't. Because obviously, as we've discussed, she thinks podcasting is preposterous and ridiculous, and she's not going to do one with me, right? Fair enough, but it would be good. So, but I'll tell you one that I, it's not really a fan theory, but it's a question. Do you think that Yoda paid the other Jedis? Do you think they got paid? And if so, was it him who was paying them? Um, I think it probably he was the head of the corporation, put it that way, but I don't think he was directly paying them. They'll have been like, not out you know, his own department. Well, I don't know whether it's what. What is the Jedi? Is it is it a collective? Not directly pre, out of his own in the pocket. Prequels. No, I mean no. in the original films when you see him, there's not many Jedi's left, so it's just like a. It's not really. It's like saying you're a miner. I mean, you know, there'll be people who feel who 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 identify as miners, but they haven't actually had a job mm. as a miner for decades. Yeah. So well, most of them are dead. I mean. I think it goes the other way. I think the Jedi's that remained, as as you said, there weren't many. I think yeah. they paid their subs to Yoda. Yeah, oh, it was like where he lived on like, that little that fucking horrible. It swamp. was like a club or a union. Yeah, they pay their subs in, and then if they need anything, he's there to help them. But he's so trousering he most of it. He's trousering so he most says. of it, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like that fucking Gordon Taylor, head of the PFA. Yeah, what the fuck's exactly. he doing with all the subs? But um. But in the original, there it is a proper setup. They're all working full time. Obi Wan, mm. Liam Neeson, all of them, right? John Taken, yeah. as I call him, yeah. And they're all like um, full time, going around doing sort of security, sort of like debt collectors in a way. They'll yeah. they'll turn up. There's always a pair of them. They turn up and they knock on your door and they give it the whole polite act. But really. They're seconds away from getting their lightsabers out and just battering you with them. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not. All right, cunt. <laughs> oh, fuck me. It's a fucking pair of Jedis at the door. <laughs> I hear you haven't been paying your gas bill. Naughty, naughty. I've been sent by Yoda. Um, so if they're doing it full time and there's a lot of work involved because when you see the films, they're fucking flying around different planets. The, the amount of travel alone. The expenses, you're going to have to mm. put in money for the fucking whatever fuels your spaceship. Yeah? Yeah. So I, often wonder about, I always wonder about this. We've been watching Mandalorian again last night, me yeah. and my son, and uh, he turns up, I think it's episode five, he turns up to get his ship mended. Mm. And the woman mechanic has a look over it, and she yeah. says, you've got a fuel leak and that. And I always think... What fucking fuel is it? What fucking fuel? We never what, see it this, being fueled. What are these things running on? You never see them fill up, do you? Never. Oh. I mean, the, the, there's bits where the Millennium Falcon just flies between fucking whole planets for for days on end without yeah. filling up. What on? Exactly. It could be a fucking Oxo cube for all we know. Chewy's fucking shits, which, by the way, are probably... I mean, imagine the size of them. Might be one of those. Science, you know, obviously... You can 
you can obviously generate energy from feces, can't you? Of course you can, yeah, yeah, of course. And imagine the size and the regularity of Chewy's shits. Massive. Huge. Uh, like, hand might be, listen, no problem with fuel. That con lays one cable, right, and that'll keep <laughs> us going through the galaxy for a week. I reckon they'll come out, they'll be like semi-soft like Mr. Whippy, but brown. <laughs> Yeah, but massive. Like and the then what they, whippy. They, they, they do is they liquidise it, and mm. then that turns into energy. They get C three PO and R two to do that because yeah. Han will be like, "I'll be fucked if I'm going near that." <laughs> get them robots to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they put it in the machine, and then that's what that's what fuels it. Probably right. You, Chewie's going for a shit. It'll probably take an hour to two hours. Right. <laughs> Not that by Minimum. the way. You ever see them eating? He's got his newspaper. He'll be fine. He's got his Sudoku and a biro. Now, when he's done, you, R2, whatever your fucking name is, yeah, you got to scoop it out of the Kazi using one of your special tools that stick out of your body, yeah? And you, the gay one, right, you got to fucking stick, stick then, pour it in machine and whisk it up so it fuel, also- and then pour it into the fuel tank. Also, what he is is going to have to get a hose and flush his ass out because loads of it sticks to his fur when it comes get out. Matted. Get matted, get matted. We can't. I mean, it's uncomfortable for him and it fucking stinks. So right. between the two of you, you can decide which one he is going to do that. I'm not and bothered. It's awkward because the game we're in, we, there's a lot of wheeling and dealing. There's, I'm often smuggling. I'm doing deals. I have to put on the charm. I've always got this big airy cunt with me. And if I'm doing the old hand solo, gift of the gab, look at my nice smile routine, but I've got a fucking big airy cunt who stinks of shite next to me, then it's going to fucking compromise me, isn't it? It's going to queer me pitch. Let's just say it's less than professional. <laughs> jab of the huts. I've got him wrapped around my fucking finger, old jab of the huts. And then suddenly he's like this. Not being funny, what's but that? what's that fucking stink? Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's our kid. He's got all shit matted up in his ass there again. <laughs> and uh, Jabba's like, the deal's off. It's disgusting. I'll get some other cunt to do it. I can't, I can't focus on the numbers. You're going to have to go. Deal's off. <laughs> You've scrambled my mind now. This is horrible. And to be frank with you, Han, it's unprofessional turning up here with him in mate. that state. Amateur hour. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, how did we get to that? Well, that's that. We were just talking about Jedi's and whether they got paid. Just Probably, yeah, yeah. It's a corporate. It's a. It's like a union. They all pay subs. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So they're not getting paid, but they have to live off something. They're like monks. But I'm guessing monks in real life get paid. You've got to have some per diems at the very least. <laughs> Monks need a bit of walking around money, even though they don't go anywhere. Yeah. They just hang around the monastery, but they might want to order bit stuff. Of fucking of folding money, yeah, yeah. They want, they, you know, they, they've got essentials. They probably get, you know, their dinner put on for them and that, like priests do. Priests yeah, get that, a free house and they get free they, dinner. Don't they, they always eat soup, monks, don't they? They do just they? sit in silence, eating like really sort of clear soup with just a couple of bits <laughs> of veg hanging around <laughs> in it. Hell. It's no life, is it? The monk no, life, not really. <laughs> Don't fancy that I've much. considered it. I've considered it. Have you? Not being a Christian monk, but being one of them Buddhist ones up a mountain. Like a freelance one. Yeah, but it'd be... I'm not... I, I like the idea of it, but let's be honest, I'm like fucking 
not qualified. I'm ill qualified. I'd have to do so much training, wouldn't I? Mm. I mean, I always, it- I always, I always really fancied the idea of a week in hospital. Um, mm. I could do a week in hospital as long as it wasn't something you know really painful. Mm. At the minute, I wouldn't do it because of COVID. But usually, any other time in my life, if someone said you've got something wrong, it's a procedure that needs doing. You're going to have to stay in hospital for a week while you recuperate. I'd be like, I, fucking come on. Some of the best times of my life have been spent in hospital, mm. like as a patient, for yeah. the reasons you're saying. I've never yeah. done a long time. The one time I had four fits in one night when I was about 25, 26, mm. something like that. And so I went off in an ambulance to hospital. And they got me an A&E and then they transferred me into some other ward. And then they said that you got to stay for a while because there's something not right here, right? Yeah. And in the end, it, I can't, in the end, it was fine. They sort of said, you know, they, do you know what they literally said to me? They said, just rest. Well, well yeah. They said, you're all over the gaffy. You're, you're working. Because at the time I was working at ITN as a reporter and the shifts were really mad. And like you had to work like every day, sometimes through the weekend. You got, you got mm. what you had, you took what shifts you were offered. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was one of those situations where I got into a habit of just saying yes to every shift because you always think, mm. what what if I don't get more shifts? But exactly. the, sh- the shifts were like, you start in there at 7 a.m. and then you often finish at 8 p.m. and you're travelling around. It's like mad doing these silly news reports, right? And uh, in the, and then on the final shift, like 11 on a Friday, I, um, the 11th day in a row on a Friday, I went out and, was, and I was on antibiotics because I'd had a sore throat. And I was just fucking hammered a load of beers. You know, you've been working really hard and you just hit the pub and you're just like, yeah. bang, and they're going down like fucking water. They're not yeah. touching the sides. It was one of those situations. And then I think I smoked a spliff or something. And then the next thing I know, bang, four fits, one after the other. Bang, 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 fit, 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 fit. A&E, hospital, fucking ambulance, the lot. And then they ju- they said, just rest. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. But the day in between, obviously having the fits were horrible, and then going home. But then there was about a day and a half sandwich in between where I was just there under observation. 
in mm. one of those massive fucking beds with the remote control where you go... Oh, yeah, nice. The most comfy bed you can be in, flirtatious yeah. nurses. I benefited Ooh. from the fact that I was on a ward with a load of old men who were obviously brilliant laugh, right? Mm. Made friends. You always make friends on a hospital ward. I mean, it really is like only when I laugh. Right? Yeah. It is. You always meet like amazing people and everyone's just sort of really themselves because it's all it's a leveller. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Uh, so you make friends, you have loads of great chat, but on top of that, nurses coming in and, uh, the you know, and everything, yeah. I'm giving them the old uh, Delaney living out loud and they're like, mm-hmm. well, this is good because usually it's just old men in here. Yeah. And I just had a great time, mate. Another time it's I nice had to, to go in with of, pleurisy. Nice and nice to have kept, a bit of young meat. They thought I was young mate. I was like this. Oi, oi. That's right, ladies. (laughs) Your eyes are not deceiving you. Bit of young meat on the ward. (laughs) (laughs) But another time I went in with pleurisy, right? Do you know what pleurisy is? It sounds really bad, like medieval shit. And I thought that too. I shat myself. Rod McDonald, the osteopath, Mm. he's like one of these doctors who is my mum's fella. Right, he's one of these doctors who likes to play everything down, and it sometimes is annoying. Yeah, Rod, Rod, look at this. Oh, fuck it, Rod, look at this thing I've got growing on me. And he just chuckles like that fucking doctor in The Simpsons. And he always says, the body is, a, his catchphrase is, the body is a self-healing mechanism. Hey. <laughs> I thought you quite like that. It's quite a Dawson thing to say. But it is, right? I mean, it is, but at the same time, Mate, you, yeah, it fucking might be, but you did seven years at medical school, so... Yeah. I mean, if you're saying that the body's capable of fixing everything itself, then why the fuck did you become a doctor? Well, that's you know the I mean? thing. The, the body is a self-healing mechanism until it fucking isn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. And then you're in trouble. And, oh, my mechanism's fucking malfunction, mate. Someone's reversed <laughs> the mechanism. i got wires coming out of my arsehole and everything. I need <laughs> fixing. So I said, look, uh, when I breathe, I can feel a strange bubbling in my chest, mm. bubble, bubble, bubble. Mm. And he was like, the body is a great self-healing mechanism. So in the end, my mum snaps at him. I'm like, man, Rod's not taking my medical condition seriously. <laughs> Tell him off. And she's like, for fuck's sake, Rod, stop being such a fucking prick and listen to his fucking chest, right? Which Tell my him I want talks a second opinion. <laughs> Bummy, your gentleman caller. It's not treating me with the respect I deserve. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you love most, Mother? Him or me? Decide! Decide! (laughs) Don't you worry. I'll have a word with him right away. Get in here with your fucking stethoscope, you cunt. I'm not joking. That is how she talks to him. And he's like really well-spoken. He goes, do you know what he says? She calls him a cunt all the time. And he goes, I wish you wouldn't use that word so much. Anyway, oh, he listened incredible. to it, and I thought, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say, oh, you you know, the body's a great self-healing mechanism. And he went, hmm, you seem to have a little bit of uh, pleurisy. And I went, yeah, Ooh. I knew you'd say that. What? And he went, pleurisy, <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure it's pleurisy. And I went, fucking pleurisy? I thought that went out in the dark ages. He went, no, no, it's rare, but you can get it. And I said, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because obviously I just thought, right, that's it. So basically what you're saying is, I'm Dying. Dying. And he went, yeah. just go, he goes, just go up to A&E now. Just go up there and tell them that you think it might tell be pleurisy. Tell them Rod said, yeah. Yeah. And I, no, in fact, what he said is don't tell them that 
that a doctor has told you it's pussy because sometimes it fucks Ooh. them off if you turn up already with a sort of, listen, you don't need to worry because I already know what the problem is. I just need you yes. to fix me. This is like when someone takes over high management in a corporation and they get rid of everything that's made it successful because they want to yeah. put their own stamp on it and football managers as well when they want to change everything when yeah. they come in. It's it's that thing of being usurped by someone who'd been there earlier or another professional. Yeah, they so don't like that. of course they're not going to take you seriously. Yeah, They don't like Well, it just annoys him. So he said, don't mention that. But I'm pretty sure it will be pleurisy. So I went there, and because it was doing my chest, they go, you know, this is um, Charing Cross Hospital in West London. It's one of the busiest hospitals in London. And, mm. like, it was a Saturday night. It was fucking chaos, right? When I got there, I thought I'll be here all night. But it's fine, because if, you, if you've got something wrong with either your chest or your head, they push you straight to the front of the queue. Right, yeah. which is actually a life hack. I don't, I don't advise you to use it because the NHS is under enough strain. However, if you turn up and say you've like just broken a finger, just go, ah, oh, fucking hell, my head's killing me and my chest is fucked. It's all tight and I can't breathe. <laughs> they go, right, we'll see you straight away, and then you just chuck it in. Oh well, that's all right. Oh, by the way, while I'm here, I've broken my finger. Right, <laughs> yeah, my finger as well. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the front, but. There was a load of Man U fans in there and Chelsea fans. Man U had played Chelsea and there'd been a tear-up and a load of them were in the in the hospital. So I got chatting to some of the Man U lads and was just fucking loving it because they'd been having it with these Chelsea fans. And uh, the Chelsea fans looked like they'd come off the worst, which right. I was... And I, I sort of got into a, I'm dying anyway. So I'm, I was in this pre-death euphoria right yeah because i thought leprosy is a death sentence so i just started leprosy? sorry pl- pleurisy not leprosy leprosy is a but death that's sentence that's what i was going to say the thing that worries you about pleurisy is just the makeup of the word itself it sounds exactly. a bit like leprosy it's it a anagram like leprosy. of leprosy in it anything proceed you think or yeah. death sentence so i thought yeah i got all hysterical so i made i befriended the man new fans and was just sort of like you know having a good laugh with them and celebrating their antics against Chelsea. <laughs> then I got in then I got put through, got stuck in a bed, even though I was I was fine. It was only my breathing, but I wasn't in pain. But they put me in a bed anyhow with a, one of them bumless gowns on, which I love. I don't yeah. know about you. But if you ever had an opportunity in one of those, it just is lovely. They're really yeah. comfortable and relaxing. <laughs> and the the back's open in case you have to just pop a tube up your bum at a moment's yeah. notice. And so that's reassuring as well. Yeah. And uh, I just had a great night. They diagnosed me, but the nurses were wonderful. I was, having, and I remember saying, but it annoyed my wife, or she was my girlfriend at the time. I said that is one of the best Saturday nights out I've had in ages. I made a load of lo- friends <clears throat> with some lovely lads from Manchester. The mm. nurses were lovely. I didn't tell them they were gorgeous, but they were right. Um, I was diagnosed with pleurisy, but told I wasn't going to die, which is a great feeling when you've already convinced yourself you are going to die. Yeah. Right. And uh yeah, and it was and I was there till quite late in a comfortable remote control bed. Do you know what I mean? It's like nothing not to love about it. What's not to yeah. like about that? Yeah. I mean this is it. This is what I said at the start of it. I could yeah. do a week in hospital. I fucking love it. I could maybe do three weeks in prison. But no longer. Mm. Mm. My dad yeah, was talking diff- recently that he wanted to go to prison. Um <laughs> when I spoke to him because he said I spoke to him because he had a, he's got something wrong with his chest and I was trying to convince him to go and I was trying to convince him to pay for an x-ray or I said like I'd, I'd pay for an x-ray because yeah. he couldn't get an x-ray because of COVID mm. but 
the doctor, the GP had said there's something wrong with your chest, and I was like, oh, he's 81, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind having a look around. And uh, anyway, we were chatting about it, and I was saying, yeah, how are you finding lockdown? And he said, to be honest, he went, it's fine for me because I don't, it's not really affecting my lifestyle because I live like this anyway. And then he said, I've been trying to think of a crime that is not that bad, but is just enough to get me two weeks custodial. Yeah. He said, because you just like being in your cell all day. Yeah. He went and just like not having to think about anything like laundry. scenery in it as well. Cooking, yeah. cleaning, yeah. anything yeah. like that. He goes, it would actually be really relaxing. I mean, if you could just get it right, if you could, I mean, any, any lawyers, we've got, have we got an official lawyer on this podcast? We did have one. Uh, there are lawyers, yeah. If, if if you could let us know what kind of crime we could do that would get us two to three weeks in an open prison, mm. that would be the sweet spot, wouldn't it, really? And if you could do it over Apparently, the summer there months is still as well. Some, sometimes aggro in open prisons, but that's all right. I, I mean, that's all right. if I went to, just, yeah, I'd just, I'd just do, I'd do what I always do in those situations. I'd find the biggest cunt in the yard first day, spark him out. Yeah, and then, and then you're Bob the king. Jumper, which that's what um, that's what Nelson. Man- have you read Nelson Mandela's book Road to I Freedom? Got around to it, no. Well, in it, he describes his. First, he goes like a lot of people ask me how I did all that porridge on Robin mm. Island, right? And he went, I tell him it was a fucking breeze, and here's why. Yeah. He said first day Here there. On. On the yard, I spotted the biggest cunt in the yard. I went yeah. over and I fucking sparked him one punch, then yeah. looked around and said, anyone else want a try? They all looked yeah. down their shoes. He went, he went, the rest of it was fucking gravy. The bruise, right? yeah. Fucking you easy. Got them, you got them all in the palm of your hand. And we've said yeah. this before, this is what you should do on the first day of a new job as well. Yeah. Yeah, find the big lad, knock him out, and the rest Bang. of it's a piece of piss. Yeah. One punch, down. Who else and wants then, it? Oh, surprise, surprise, no one. And then you spend the rest of your stretch shirking and not working. There we go. Yeah, next thing you know, you've got a little canary in a cage in your own cell. Yeah, like Harry Grouse. <laughs> yeah. Right, where, I'd fucking, I'd spark the big cunt, then turn straight round to the screws and go, right, get me my fucking canary. <laughs> I wish I'd done it. I wish I'd done it at our price on day one. I was only 19. I was a little bit wet behind the ears and naive. Yeah. So I didn't do have- it. But you could you could be like, oh, have you seen that? Uh, you seen that Al Price in the tune? Yeah, there's a fella there, and he's he works there. I don't know what if he's a manager or what, but he's got his own canary bird in a cage on the counter, like <laughs> <laughs> he never does any servant, and he never puts any any discs out on the shelves or anything. Just he sort of there. talks to his canary all day. <laughs> I regrets. Um, I reckon that's about it for this one, Sam. We're going to um, have a look at the predictions from the weekend. Uh, you got zero, but there Fuck. is still the West Ham game to come tomorrow night. Yeah, should get uh, six for that. You, I got one, and results Bok got two. So not much change there. I'm on 62. You're on 76. Results Bok's on 53. Um so that's about it. Anything else you want I to mention? I predicted 3-0 against Sheffield United, didn't I? You did, and I predicted 2-0. And results spot predicted 1-0. So we'll okay. see. Um, I heard, um, sorry for the football, but I've uh, there's a rumour going round that ooh. I've been sent by a few people that Klopp mm-hmm. is quitting in the next couple of days. Have you heard that? No, I heard that one. Apparently there's a big bust up. in the. He's lost the dressing room. I right. mean, the thing is, something's going on. Because they were champions of Europe two years ago, they looked like they didn't just look like a team that had won the league. They looked like yeah. they were on the verge of being a great team. 
like a team mm-hmm. that won the league for a lot of years, and now, mate, they are shit. West this Ham go before, above though. them tomorrow if we beat Sheffield this, United. This happened before when he won the Bundesliga. He was in a relegation battle the season yeah. after that. Yeah, so apparently, right, the rumour that I've had uh, from some ITKs who have sent me screen grabs of WhatsApp conversations, all that, I mean, you never know how legit they are, but right. um, but I have corroborating messages, mm. is that he... Uh, there was a there was a fight between Robinson. Is it Robinson or Robertson? It's Robertson. Robertson, isn't it? yeah. And the keeper, Allison. Allison, yeah. Because clearly Robertson lost his mind. Is a, is a in Scot. The past two He's weeks. Like, I Gone. refuse to respect a man with a lady's name such as Allison. <laughs> it is ridiculous, and for that reason, I will fight you now here in the changing room, right? <laughs> And so they had a fight, and apparently Klopp walked in, looked at it, just shook his head and just went, fuck this. And he left and drove off, didn't travel back with the team, drove off on his own. Right, oh, was this after yesterday? Was this after Leicester? Yeah, after the result yesterday, yeah. Fucking hell. That's what I read. his mum's just died as well, though. Well, that's probably why he's feeling emotionally on the edge, because his mother died and he couldn't even go to the funeral. Yeah, give him a fortnight off. Fucking hell. Yeah, they should give him some time off. That'd probably fix the situation because he'd feel a bit better, compassionate mm. leave. You don't well, get that as a manager a lot of the time. Well, I'll get this episode out and out to the AFS and then, you know, if the story yeah, breaks over the next couple of hours, news. We'll, have, we'll have broken it first. Yeah. Yeah. From Britain's top journalist, just keeping his hand in there. Yeah. And also, haven't had time to talk about this, but I'll chuck it in because then we might be able to fit it into a um, logistics episode or just a... I wanted to ask you about your cloth setup at home. Um, I'm looking at refreshing my cloth setup. Right. Uh, I've got okay. like three or four rotating cloths. Mm. I want to know what type of cloth you like, whether you have mm. a variety of cloths for different purposes or whether you've got some versatile cloths that can be used for like right. lots of different things. Right. Um, how often you use them before washing them, how often you buy new ones, where you get your cloths from. These are things I really need a, a cloth shake-up and I need to... I've been researching it, but any advice I can get principally from you, yeah, because you're probably a cloth expert, and then any listeners, then let me know. What, what kind of cloths? Clip For cleaning in the kitchen. Right, okay. Oh, the we'll ones that them. you make wet and yeah. and then squeeze, wring out yeah, and then yeah. you wipe Just, the surface. Yeah. Um, maybe with a spray of you know jiff or mm-hmm. whatever it is you whatever um cleaner well, you use look I'll, I'll say now we'll make friday's episode a cloth special i was thinking it'd be a really good like if i edited one of those um sunday glossy magazines you know yeah. like they give away with the posh papers yeah. and they are all full of like lifestyle books like how to cook a scallop aren't they right mm-hmm. that's what they're all about and then there'll be a smug couple in their fucking home saying look at our bookshelf or something like that yeah. but I would have a regular column in it called me and my cloth me and, and my I would cloth. have famous yeah. cultural figures like your Salman Rushdie's your Melvin Bragg's yeah do you know what I mean Nelson uh, Mandela Mal- if he was still alive your Malcolm Gladwell's yeah right Mariella Frostrup these kind of people and it'd just be me and my cloth and they'd write a thousand words on their favourite cloth and mm. what they use it for a whole cloth set up Okay. Mm. Yeah, Friday cloth special. Look forward to it. Yeah. We've also got uh, Tuesday is going to be for the IFS 
Uh, it's going to be another history box, and it's going to be the history mm. of the bed. Yeah. And uh, I suspect that's not going to be the only episode of that one. Because <laughs> we're just going to look it's at the Wikipedia page of the, of the bed, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's going yeah, to be I mean, it's the easiest way to research up it. like Time Machine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, enjoy your week ahead. Goodbye. And don't forget us. Thank you so much. You're so kind.